Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Magandang umaga po! English, gini sila, Dari. Good morning! Talagang English. Hindi talaga ako nagkakamali. And isang, isang mapagpalang umaga po sa ating lahat na nandirito live. At pati na rin po sa aming mga kapatid sa Panginoon na patuloy na sumasama po sa amin in YouTube and Facebook live. Pwede ba natin tingnan ang ating mga katabi? Tingnan lang. Tapos, good morning. Say, greet nang. Kung Bisaya, mahing buntag. Yan. And wow, isang malamig din siya na umaga. Uh, binaha po pala kami dito sa GCAF Manila. So, para po sa ating mga bisita or first-time visitors, ang GCAF Manila po ay nakabook series in Romans. And for, and for the past weeks, hindi na po weeks, talagang months na rin po, uh, we, are having, we are having an unshakable, uh, hashtag un, unashamed na theme namin and we shifted Nung umapak po kami sa chapter 6, nag-shift na po tayo to unshakable, hashtag unshakable. Yan. Gagana rin to. Yan. Hashtag unshakable. So, this time po, nasa chapter 7 na tayo. Ah, kagaya nga nasabi na ibang preachers, magpalakpak tayo kasi 16 chapters to, chapter 7 na po tayo. Malapit na tayo matapos. Malapit na rin matapos yung 2022. August na tayo eh. And we will continue with our study in chapter 7. And in this time, we are dealing with the truth na yung sanctification. Nakuha po ba? Last week at saka last two Sundays, sanctification po talaga ang pinag-uusapan. But then I would just like to go back a little bit. In chapters 3 to 5, we talked about justification Eh natutunan po natin doon mga kapatid that in justification, we were made right with God through Jesus Christ. Ibig sabihin po, uh, na, ibig sabihin po nito na pawalang sala po tayo sa harap ng Diyos Ama sa pamamagitan ng Kanyang anak na si Yesu Cristo. Paano po? Sa paanong pamamaraan? He paid the penalty na dapat naman tayo yung magbabayad Kasi wala naman talagang worthy na human na bayaran yung kasalanan. Then, God has to make a move and He sent Jesus Christ, His only one Son, to pay for that penalty. And that's why we were justified by faith. And kapatid, we can only be justified if, and that is only through faith. Sabi nga po ng isang preacher, si, si Jobert, wala po tayong ambag in the justification. And for the last two Sundays, tumawit tayo sa chapter 6, and her, and hurry and Pastor Marvin, talaga po nag-usap tayo about sanctification, and we remember that hurry said that we are now dead to sin, and sin has no longer power over us because we are victorious. Victorious na po tayo kasi we have now Jesus Christ. And last Sunday, Pastor Marvin, nagsabi po siya na we have now freedom in Christ which leads us into a new way, new Lord, and new life. 
And all of these two Sundays, pinag-usapan natin yung sanctification. And sabi po ng gotquestions.org, to sang- sanctification is to sanctify, is to set apart for a special use. To make a person holy. It is a process po. It is a process sa buhay ng isang kristyano. At ito po'y nangyayari nung tinanggap natin si Kristo sa buhay natin. And we will continue with the sanctification po na ating pag-aaralan. And let me read to you our passage this morning that will be found in Romans 7, chapter, uh, chapter 7, verses 1 to 6. Sabi po dito, you can read with me silently. Or do you not know, brothers, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. For a married woman is bound by the law to her husband while he lives. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. Talaga naman naintindihan natin yan. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions arose by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and in the old way, and not in the old way of the written code. Bago po tayo magpatuloy, let's ask, God, to help us. Lord, thank you for this another morning na ibinigay niyo po sa amin. Thank you, Lord, for you have given us a place where we can worship, a place, Lord, where we can just uh, go and napakaganda po, meron pa kaming malamig na condition unlike with other people all around the world, Panginoon, they are hiding just to know your word. Thank you for the privilege, Panginoon, that we can study your word. Help us. Anako, Panginoon, na iyong gagamitin. Teach me, Lord, and continue to anoint me with the power of your Holy Spirit that your words will be spoken to these people, to my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pakipatay yung electric pan. Parang ang lamig dito. Parang tumatagos yung lamig sa balat ko. So, if kagaya niyo po ako na driver... Uh, pag nagda-drive po tayo sa ganitong road conditions, sino na po nakasubok mag-drive ng mga ganitong road conditions? Ang titindi, di ba? Alala ko po, nung May, nung binyahe po namin ang Quezon City to Jensen, nung pag, nung pag ano po talaga ng pandemic, grabe po yung Bicol Road, talagang parang ayaw ko nang dumaan kasi po sirang-sira po talaga yung daanan, ganito. At minsan, Napaka-struggle po sa isa, nagmamaneho, tapos van ka pa, may 16 pang nakasakay sa likod mo. Grabe yung pressure, di ba? Yan, madulas. Pangit na nga yung daan, madulas na nga yung daan. On the third picture on the bottom, napaka-traffic pa talaga. 
Di ba napaka-stressful po kahit yung five, kami nga nag-try kami mag-drive ni Harry, five kilometers, inabot kami ng 40 minutes, di ba her? 40 minutes. And while you were driving, you're so stressful na, and all of the sudden, nakakita ka po ng U-turn. Tapos sabi mo, ah, mag u turn na lang ako. And upon taking that U-turn, mga kapatid, nagulat ka, Kasi po, napunta ka sa ganitong road. Spalto, spalto ba? Tagalog din? Spalto. Spaltado. Tapos, walang, walang ibang sasakyan. Ang ganda, hindi madulas. Ang sarap mag-120, ang sarap mag-160. And, ganyan po, ang ganda po talaga. Pag-take ng U-turn na yan, parang nabuhayan ka ng loob, na bad trip, na bad trip ka kanina dun sa traffic. And we have sometimes this U-turn, napaka, ano po talaga, napaka-savior din sa isang buhay ng mga nagmamaneho. Na-experience ko po yan sa G. Araneta. Pag U-turn ko po, ang ganda kaagad sa kabila. Kasi sa kabila pa po yung inaayos na daan. And the same scenario po sa buhay ng isang Kristiyano na may halintulad po natin, ang isang pagbabago na ating natatamasa when we have Jesus Christ. I believe if not all, most of us can really testify that the changes took place in our life na mapapansin nyo po talaga when you allowed Him to become the King of your life and to be the Lord of your life. Nakita nyo po? Nung in, maalala nyo po ba yung panahon na hindi nyo pa tinanggap si Kristo tapos nung tinanggap, nakita nyo talaga yung mga pagbabago? Parang ako lang ata nakapansin. Wala akong nakitang gumaganon. Parang... Pastor, focus na focus po sila. Huwag niyo siya nang-disturbuin. And ganito rin po ang tono ni Apostle Paul. That's why I am, I am entitling the message, God's message this morning, a spiritual U-turn. So talaga, ang lucky po ng signage ng spiritual U-turn. Naubos po yung words eh. Ganito rin po ang kanyang, Ang goal niya dito sa Romans 7, 1 to 6. And let us remember po yung context dito sa ating pag-aaralan. Now, when we started the book of Romans, meron pong malaking dispute or division with the believers in Romans because there is a Jewish believer and also a Gentile believer. Marami po silang pinag-aawayan in terms of the ceremony, in terms of the lifestyle, in terms on how they live. Minsan po yung kanilang mga buhok. Minsan po yung kanilang mga kinakain. Because during that time, they are following the law, the Mosaic law, the first five books ng Old Testament. But then we have also learned in our study here in the book of Romans na natutunan natin that instead the law makes the people not to sin, pero yung law pala nag-highlight pa talaga ng sin ng tao. Sa paanong pamamaraan po, alam niyo po ba na nung nagsimula nagbigay ang Panginoon ng Ten Commandments, actually po, mabibilang lang po yung commandment ng Panginoon. But because of some oral and tradition na sinusunod ng mga Jewish believer, para po maayon yung buhay na parang naging self-imposed po, umabot po ng 600 plus laws. Ang hirap nga memorize ng 50 600 pa kaya? 
they added some oral traditions na dapat sundin. Yung pagkain, yung design ng buhok, yung pananamit, yung pagtreat sa bawat isa. Kaya po, remember in the story of the gospel, galit na galit yung mga Jews, yung mga Pharisees, nung kumain si Jesucristo kasama, yung tax collector. Nung nilapitan ni Jesucristo, yung meron pong sakit sa balat. Kaya galit na galit sila because according to the tradition, bawal po tayo makipag-organ, bawal po tayo makipag, uh, ano sa kanila, makipagsama. This is the kind of the law na kanila pong uh, saan sila nabubuhay. And pastor, how is this making sense to us? 2,000 years ago yun. Obsolete na po yan. If you were here when Smart preached during in the I.O. service, tinakil niya po yung isa talaga na nangyayari sa buhay o sa ating society, especially sa youth, is yung postmodernism. This is a worldview today na kung hindi mo papansinin, ay minsan mapapasama ka na talaga. It is denying the existence of God who created everything in the first place. Yan po yung mga tao. Talagang ang phrase po ng mga tao ngayon, pag may sinabi ka sa kanila, sasabihin na lang nila, it may be true to you, but it may not be true to me. Wow. And that's why they can create law. That's why, pag meron po kayo, sasabihin ko po, meron pong isang simbahan dito sa Manila that they are really marrying with same gender. Kasi sinasabi nila na ang Panginoon, talagang they want the, ang Panginoon, gusto niya yung kabutihan sa tao. And why? Why would you hinder two people loving each other? Ganun po sila mag-twist ng truth. Gagamitin pa talaga nila ang Panginoon just to put their desires and just to put themselves greater than the law. At yung mga tao naman na walang alam, hindi nag-aral, mapapaganon. Ah, pwede pala yun. Mapapasunod. Ganito po ang nangyayari in this context. And so, The Christians living in this community are having a hard time understanding the Word of God. Kaya po talaga nagsulat si Apostle Paul nito and he is really putting a, a dent or putting a push talaga po sa topic na ito. Sinabi po, to ni Apo, ni, sinabi po ito sa Matthew, sabi po dito, You have made the Word of God null and void for the sake of your tradition. Ganito po, nangyayari yan sa atin ngayon. And later, I will give an, an illustration. Isa po sa mga illustrations kung paano po naging null and void yung word because of our tradition. And so, bear with me in this preaching because the topic is that we were released from the bondage of the law. Ito po yung topic na Apostle Paul talaga sa chapter 7 verses 1 to 6. And in the first part of chapter 6, sabi ni Hurry, we died to sin and we are now alive in Christ. Huwag natin kalimutan yan. Namatay na po tayo sa kalasalanan and now we are living in Christ right now. Kaya po, sabi ng Romans 6.14, For sin shall not be your master, for you are not under law, but under grace. Sana po tayo under ngayon? Under Grace. He used yung death and resurrection as an example. Yun po yung ginamit na illustration na Apostle Paul. Ang galing po na manunulat na ito. Pagdating naman po kay Pastor Marvin, he used the relationship between a master and a slave 
Kaya nga po, nag-change na yung ating master from being slave to sin, we are now slave to Christ. We are now slave to Christ. And that is the greatest master that we can have, having Jesus Christ. At nung hindi pa po natin tinanggap si Jesus, ang buhay po natin, slave po tayo sa good works. If, just like me, uh, nung nag-ask ka po, nung nag-share ka ng gospel, magtatanong ka, uh, how can you live a good life? Sabi niya, follow the law, magumawa ng mabuti sa kasalanan, maging maganda sa kapwa. Puro na lang papunta sa kapwa. So, following the laws and regulation in the land, yun po yung goal na nung isang tao na hindi pa po nananampalataya sa Panginoon. May mali po ba doon? Wala pong mali doon. But now that we have received Jesus Christ, it is not the law ang ating motivation in living, but now is the grace na Kanyang binigay sa atin. Mga kapatid, there is newness of life. We now take a spiritual U-turn na kung saan ang ating road leads to Jesus Christ. We are, now not, we are not dictated by the mandate of human. We are not dictated by selfishness, greed, lust, perversion, hatred. And the long to be accepted, the, and the longing to be affiliated sa isang group kahit hindi naman tama yung ginagawa. But taking that U-turn, we now have the road of peace. A deep connection sa ating Panginoon. Love and grace na ating natatamasa. And this time, I will give you the purpose. Why? The purpose we were released from the bandage of the law. Unahan ko na po, walang, walang mali sa law. But there is with the bandage. So una po, to have a new identity. Ano po yung new identity? To be united to Christ. United to Christ. Sabi po dito, Or do you not know, brothers, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. For a married woman is bound by the law to her husband. While he lives, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law. So let me go with this picture. Ginamit po ni Apostle Paul, ginamit po ni Apostle Paul ang marriage relationship. And that is part of the Ten Commandments. Hindi tayo, do not covet thy other's wife, di ba? So, adultery po, adultery po, pag ang wife nag-marry ng another man while the husband is living. Tama po ba? Sino makakapag-agree? Ako pa rin. So, ganun po ang nangyayari. Adultery po yun. Adultery po yun. And in this picture, pero pag namatay po daw yung husband, di ba, pag nangasawa siya, nabuhay pa yung husband, ang tawag sa kanya, adulteress. Pero pag namatay po daw yung husband, at si wife ngayon, nag-decide mag-marry ng, another, ng man, yung tinatawag na adulteress siya ay hindi na pwedeng iparatang sa kanya because by the law, it's already approved kasi patay na po ang husband. So, expert ang romance nito. Ginamit nito ni Apostle Paul because in here, Paul introduces 
the role of death as a key changer of authority sa buhay ng isang believer. He uses marriage as a practical example to make this point. You know what? Marriage is a legal contract. And alam naman natin that every legal or contractual obligations end with death. Talagang napaka-importante po ng death. The legal bond is so strong na pag affiliate natin yung iba sa others, that is against the law and it is forbidden. So pag, kaya nga, pag nangasawa siya na buhay pa, mali. Pero pag patay na, patay, then pwede. Death changes everything, mga kapatid. Death changes everything. Kaya nga, sabi dito sa Romans 3.23a, yung una segment po. For the wages of sin is death. Ito po yung pinopoint ni Apostle Paul. Ang kabayaran po ng ating kasalanan is kamatayan. But then, Jesus, but then at the right time, for while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. The death of Jesus paid the wages of our sin. Romans 6.10 says, For the death He died, He died to sin once for all. But the life He lives, He lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. To further this illustration, at itong point na po, sabi ng isang, comment, uh, sabi po ng dalawang comment, comment, nag-comment po nito, Sabi po ng dalawa na ito, Hendrickson and Kistemaker, it is this at it is death that dissolves the marriage bond. It is also death that dissolves the legal bond. The bondage to the law. The marriage bond is dissolved by death of, the, of one of the marriage partners. In the case, husband. The legal bond is broken by the believer's involvement in Christ's death. In other words, by the believer's death. Ito po yung point ni Apostle Paul. Our human legal bond to the law has been broken. Because of our involvement to Christ's death on the cross. When you say involvement po, nung pagkamatay na so Kristo, kasama po tayo doon. Hindi po tayo nag, nagkapakuan po doon. Christ did that for us. Death has freed us from the law para maka-join tayo sa iba. Diba? Kailangan mo munang mamatay para maka-join ka sa iba. Nakuha niyo po yung illustration. And because we now died to the law, we can now join to another. And that is in the presence of Jesus Christ who now lives. Hindi lang po siya namatay, nabuhay rin po siya. And tanong ko lang po, Because of that death Jesus Christ has done, we are not united with the law this time, but now we are united with Jesus Christ. Tanong ko lang po, in what areas in your life can you see and feel that you are united with Jesus Christ? Baka naman kasi ang Christianity natin nasa bibig lang natin. Baka naman kasi ang Christianity natin nasa registration lang natin. Baka naman kasi ang Christianity natin pang Sunday lang. Mga kapatid, when you have a new identity, being united to Christ, change has already, start, uh, already started 
sa buhay natin. Kaya when you take that spiritual U-turn, you will experience new things in our life because God offers that to those who will believe in Him. Malaki po ang pagbabako when we are united to Christ. And that is the purpose why we should be released from the bondage of law. And malaki po ang pagbabago because I will now go to the second point because the purpose also is to have a new experience. Bear fruit for God. Yan po, bearing fruit. Sabi po dito, uh, I just want po to pause and kung makapapansin niyo po dito sa text, sabi po dito, likewise, my brothers, alam niyo po ba, na ginamit lang ni Apostle Paul ang my brothers Nasa chapter 7 na po tayo, ginamit niya po to last in chapter 1 verse 13. And I want to highlight this because sabi po ng same comment- commentator, sabi po nila, the next word brothers should not be passed by a notice. As here used, it is an affectionate term of address. Previously, Paul used it in 1.13. Careful examination of all the instances of its occurrence in the epistle shows that whenever the apostle employs this term, pag ginamit niya po yun, in addressing his readers, he is deeply moved. He is writing about a subject which affects him emotionally. He is, he as it were, embraces those whom he addresses with arms of love. When Paul was writing this part of the letter, talaga napaka-emotional niya po. Talaga mafe-feel niyo po ang kanyang heart that he is writing and he's saying, Lord, sana maintindihan po talaga to ng mga readers. Because this is very important. And I hope you can feel and you can see that emotion coming from Paul because our release from the law did not only give each other a new identity but also a new experience. Grabe po yung emotion ni Apostle Paul. Siguro ko nanonood kayo ng Too Good to Be True. Grabe yung emotional, emotion ni Daniel Padilla nung kinausap niya po si Catherine Bernard, Eloy and Ali ba to? Eloy and Ali. Diba? So habang nagsusulat si Paul, siguro ganito po ang kanyang muka. He is really in deep emotion when writing this. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ so that you may belong to another. Died to the law. Let's go back po sa ating illustration sa marriage. If the husband represents the law and the wife represents the believer, so, namatay po daw yung husband. Siguro binaril, headshot, laki po ng exe, sabog. Ibig sabihin po, pag namatay siya, ang nangyayari na po daw, free na yung believer. Pero ang tanong ko po, is that what the text is saying? Is that what the text saying? I believe it is not. Let us go back po sa passage. Sabi dito, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ. In another version po, we were made to die. So just like for us, meron po tayo sa English na past tense, 
present tense. So kung pag-aaralan po natin yung grammatical analysis ng text na ito, mas maintindihan po natin. Ang we were made to die, it's in an aorist form. Kung meron, wala po tayong aorist form dito sa ating English na tenses. But in the Greek language, ang aorist form po, ganito po yan, nangyari siya 2,000 years ago, but the effect and the result of that action continues to happen into the present and to the future. We were made to die. Nasa passive din po siya. May active, may middle. Ibig sabihin po ng passive, hindi po ang nagsulat ang gumawa ng action at hindi rin po ang recipient ang gumawa ng action. Someone, da, uh, someone has done it for the readers and the writer. And sino po yan? Jesus Christ. We were made to die. Someone has died for us. We were made to die. Yung kamatay ng Panginoon, kasama po tayo doon. And why? To stop completely our bondage to the law. Yan po. God died for us so that our bondage to the law, we will be released from the bondage of the law. And in that death of Jesus Christ, we receive a new identity. Kasi sabi ko po, hindi lang po namatay si Yeso Cristo, nabuhay po siya ulit. Nabuhay po siya ulit. And ano pong purpose? So that you may belong to another, to Him who has been raised from the dead, to Him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God that we may bear fruit for God. Kung makita nyo po dito sa chapter 5, in-explain niya po, you may bear fruit for God. Kasi bakit? Dati kasi, mga kapatid, you were living in the flesh. Kung translate ko si Paul, aroused kayo by the law, yung sinful passions nyo is from the law. That is where you are working to bear fruit for death. But then, Ganito kayo mga kapatid, sabi ni Apostle Paul, you were bearing fruit for death, ang itim ng inyong mga budhi. But when you receive Jesus Christ, we become like this. Wow, puti. Black and white. Bearing fruit for God. But then, pagbabalikan naman po natin, i-analyze na naman po natin ang mga text mga kapatid, sabi po dito, we may bear fruit. This talks about that it is highly probable sa buhay natin, but it is not definite. Bakit po? Uulitin po natin yung sinabi. In the justification process, wala po tayong ambag. But in the sanctification process, God is helping us, but then we have to make the choice to be on His side, to be out of bondage of the law, and pumunta kay Kristo. So ang tanong mga kapatid, Bear fruit for God. Ang isa mo sa mga explanation natin dito is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Are we living lives na makikita po ang fruit of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin? Ayan po, di ba? Nine po yan. Nare-recitation po namin yan nung kinder kami. Pag college, wala na po. Kaya nakalimutan din. Are we living this kind of life? Are we loving others the way God loves us? Can we say that we are joyful despite of the different difficulties na hinaharap natin? 
Do we have that kind of peace na ino-offer ng Panginoon? Are we showing kindness to our brothers and sisters knowing na meron din silang weaknesses and meron din silang mga strengths or i-judge kaagad natin sila? Are we faithful to our walk with God? Do we have that self-control, especially pag na-trouble tayo, pag na-pressure tayo? Does goodness overflow in our lives? Are we gentle to ourselves or to others? Or do we persevere? In, or in our perseverance, do we take it as an avenue to praise and honor God? Mga kapatid, our union with Christ has brought you and me into a new experience where we can build and live. Ito po yung sinasabi ni Apostle Paul. Kayo mga Romano, ganito kasi yung ginagawa nyo. But then Christ died for you, dapat ganito na ang nangyayari. And when people, when the group of people are doing these things, this is a new experience. So ibig sabihin, isa, isa po kasi sa mga example dito, nag-aaway kasi sila kasi pag, kasi pag believer ka, dapat tuli ka po. Tuli. So nung nalaman nila ito, it doesn't matter na pala na tuli because we are now not under the law but now under the grace of God. We are not limited with human tradition but now we are now serving a God who is giving us grace. Ganito po ang nangyayari. So pag nagkakaintindihan, maganda po ang sama, nawawala na po yung division and there is unity. In the first place, we are united with Jesus Christ. Kaya I'm just so happy. I, I, that, that's why I'm telling people na you cannot flourish without a community. That's why you need to join a community. That's why we need to attend a local church because in that local church, in that community, na kung saan si Jesus Christo ay talagang sinasamba, makikita mo nyo po talaga yung mga attitudes, lifestyle, habits sa dapat nyong i-develop. And minsan yung mga dinidevelop natin na habits, okay na to. Pero with this community, ay hindi pala pwede yung ginagawa ko. So nare-rebuke po tayo because part po yan ng process ng Panginoon to make us holy, to make us set apart. This is our goal, mga kapatid. In our new identity, we have the experience of bearing fruit for God. Kaya, I really affirm yung ating mga leaders dito sa church na kung saan talagang devoted the devoted, committed sila sa pagpa-practice ng kanilang instruments. And also, napupudpud na yung mga pick nila, nagkakabalian na po ng drumstick dito. Kasi they really want to serve Christ. They really want to bear fruit for God. I believe that they are not doing it para, para mas gwapo ko tingnan, tugtug ako dito. Hindi po nila ginagawa. I know, I know, I can see, I can feel it with my heart that what they're doing is really for the Lord. And that is an experience that can only be achieved when we are united to Christ. Nakuha po ba? Ganito po yung tono ni Apostle Paul. And now, we will go to the third purpose why we were released from that bandage of the law. Dito, I hope nakikita nyo na po kasi yung bandage of the law nagiging limiting factor sa kanilang community sa isang buhay ng mananampalataya. Ito po. We, do not, we, did not, we, do, we did not have a new experience but we also have a new service serving Christ. But now, 
we were released from the law, having died to that which held us captive to serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Romans 6, 4, We were buried therefore with Him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. Nung kay hurry, nakita natin yung newness in life. But this time, we see that there is a new way of the Spirit. We were now in a position where we can, new, we can walk in the newness of life. A question can be raised here asking, ano po klaseng life ito? Kaya sabi ni Pastor Marvin, it is a life where we walk with the Master. At ang ating Master na yan ay si Jesus Christo. So this time, it goes to another level na kung saan napaka-importante nating ma-understand as believers that there is a role of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin. God has made you and I new not just by the actions. He has done but He has done everything so that we can be changed. And also, sa Kanyang mga ginawa, He also promised the Holy Spirit, which is our Counselor. And this is very important because if we continue to insist to affiliate ourselves to the law, pwede ba Lord 50-50? Wala akong nabasa dito na you were released from the bandage 50%. Ayan na, pumapasok na naman yung ating sarili na we are trying to twist the law so that somehow yung mga gusto natin, yung ating mga selfish desire ay mapasok. Do not go in that area mga kapatid. You are getting seen in that area. Listen to the word of God. Kaya po sabi sa John 17.17, Your word is the truth and your word sanctifies the people. We cannot serve Christ And at the same time, serve the world. We can only choose one. And I hope and pray that when you receive Jesus Christ, our service is not for the world, but it is serving Christ. The role of the Holy Spirit, sabi po, He made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. It gives life for it truly allows us to serve Christ in the process. That is the desire of God to mankind. That our first love, our first service, our first agenda sa buhay is loving Him, serving Him. Because only by serving Christ, we will be able to live a God-honoring life. Not serving the law or the world. Therefore, mga kapatid, Does this guarantee na mag-live na lang tayo ng lawless life? Wow, sabi pala ni Pastor, wag natin sundin yung law kasi we're not under the law. There, there is no fault, wala pong mali sa law. Inordain po yan ng Panginoon. Meron pong purpose ang Panginoon. But then, I believe that this commentator can explain it well. Sabi po niya dito, The law did not die. Because God's law still rules over men. Tama naman, di ba? Kaya nga pag nag-swerving ka sa daanan, paparahin ka ng nakablo, tapos magdi-discussion kayo ngayon. 
As in, meron po kasing malaking bus sa harap ko. Ah. Tapos magdi-discuss. So kukunin yung lisensya mo. Because that is according to the law, di ba? So the law did not die, mga kapatid. Kaya huwag mo sabihin, pag nasiran ka ng gospel dito, sabihin mo kagad paglabas, wala na palang law dito. Law, jaywalking ka ngayon. Wala po. The law still exists. We died to the law. Ayan na. And it no longer has dominion over us. But we are not lawless. We are united to Christ, sharing His life, thus walking in the newness of life. Romans 8.24, ako rin po ang magpipreach nito after two Sundays. Ito po yung magkaklimax ang argument that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Madaling sabi, maganda po ang pagkagawa ng Panginoon, ng Diyos, ng law. And it is now us who, is the believe, who are the believers who will fulfill kung ano po talaga yung purpose ng law sa buhay ng tao. Kaya nakasalalay po sa atin yung fulfillment. Kaya, do you think that God ordained divorce? Do you think that God ordained LGBTQ? Na magpakasasa sila sa ginagawa nila? I love the person but I do not love what they're doing. Let me be straight for that. Because you're making your own law. You're not following the law na binigay naman talaga ng Panginoon. Mga kapatid, sabi dito, in the old life, walk not after the flesh, but others. In the old life of sin, we brought forth fruit unto death. But in the new life of grace, we bring forth fruit unto God. Sabi na dito, to be dead to the law does not mean we lead lawless lives. Hindi po tayo lawless pag Kristiyano tayo. Ganito lang po yan. It simply means that the motivation and dynamic of our lives does not come from the law. It comes from God's grace through our union with Jesus Christ. Ibig sabihin po, nung dati na hindi natin tinanggap sa Yeso Kristo, yung motivation and dynamic ng buhay natin is to really serve and honor the law of the land and the regulations. But right now, the dynamic and motivation of our life is to glorify God. And in that sense, meron bang nag-glorify sa Panginoon na hindi ina-obey ang law? It will come. We will really obey the law. To be honest, minsan, ah, to be honest, minsan, meron akong, meron akong temptation na pag ilipat ko yung sasakyan ko dyan, sabi ko, lipat ko lang naman. Hindi ko nadalin yung lisensya ko. Pero, we were taught, according to the law, that when you drive, dapat meron kang Lisensya. Kasi driving without license is, magkano nga po? 1,000? 3,000? First offense, 1,000. Sayang po yun. Pang-date nyo na po yun. Pang-date ko yun kay misis. But then I have to follow the law because it is not the law is not pushing me right now. It is Jesus Christ who is pushing me right now to do what is right. It is now Jesus Christ the motivation of our life. And ito po yung sinasabi ni Apostle Paul to the Romans and to the readers, mga kapatid. And I hope we are getting it because our union with Christ bears fruit of the Spirit. You cannot say that you are united with Jesus Christ and you don't want to bear fruit for the Spirit. When we are united with Him, 
we bear fruit of the Spirit. Ganito lang po kasi yan. So that we will really understand it well on a personal level. May papakita pa akong dalawang kutsilyo. Pastor, Bible, pus na kutsilyohan ay natangkaroon. So, hulaan nyo magkano kayo mga kutsilyo na ito. Dollars tayo para sa mga kapatid namin sa US. Magda-dollars po kami. Siguro mga $20, $30. And the, the one on your right costs $20. But don't you know that the kutsilyo, the kitchen knife the, on your left could range to $6,900. Ganito po kasi yan. Napakasimple lang naman yun, Pastor. Parang pag inislice ko ng kamatis yan sa 100 pesos ko na kutsilyo sa bahay, islice din po yun. Don't you know that this kind of that this kind of kutsilyo, it is a Takamura blade in Echizen, Japan. Paano po siya ginagawa? It should go through 100 stages. It requires 10 years of practice ang kanyang hammering, grinding, and even heating process. Ang pagsasharpen po ng kutsilyo na ito, yung brown po yung handle, ang pagsasharpen po ng kutsilyo na ito, it takes one day. And ang kanyang pag-secure ng handle at ang pag-polish niya po, it requires again another one day. Takamura Humano, ang kanilang company po, pag nag-order ka po this year, ang pinakamabilis po na makukuha mo ang, ang inyong order is next year. And right now, kung babalikan po natin yung tanong, simple lang kaya yung kutsilyo na yan. The same is true sa buhay natin mga kapatid. Kung titingnan natin yung buhay natin mga kapatid, this is what I'm doing in my life. I am not putting so much ano sa... But then, this is the process para po maibalik ako sa aking first priority and first agenda which is loving Christ. When I look at my life, I always remember the cross. Because basically, dapat patay na po tayo kasi makakasalanan po tayo. And then, looking at the cross, I always remember on how Christ suffered and died for me. Nakita niyo po sa Passion of the Christ, praise God, natapos ko po yan this year. For how many years kung pinanood yan? Ganyan po. It was the blood of Jesus Christ, that's why I'm still alive. That's why I can enjoy the benefits of these things. That's why I can have this community. And on that cross, He, he was hung and died. And so, right now, How valuable is your life right now? Kasi pag hindi mo maintindihan on how valuable you are into the eyes of God, then it doesn't make sense when I'm telling to you that you have a new identity, you have a new experience, and you have a new service. Because only by understanding na kung saan po pala dapat tayo papunta, patay po talaga dapat tayo, we are not worthy of anything, but Someone has died for us. Someone has made us worthy. God is looking all of us worthy 
Napaka-special po niya. Napaka-special po natin sa mata ng Panginoon. And that's why, mga kapatid, I will go back. Our reunion with Christ bears fruit of the Spirit. Let's continue to serve Jesus Christ. Ano po yung serve? Meron po nga tayong isa dito sa mga kasama, nagtatrabaho po siya sa we serve. Kaya alam na alam niya po yung we serve talaga. Talaga magsiserve po siya. Sabi dito sa letter S, seek or create opportunities to share the gospel. Examine yourself. Ano pong ibig sabihin mo dito, Pastor? Because now we are united with Christ, we need to constantly check or examine ourselves if we are doing some things, if we are putting our lives in danger na kung saan we are not doing what God is telling us to do. Reach out to others. Hindi po to kagaya sa S. I'm talking about here accountability. Nakita mo na yung kapatid mo na naghihirap, nakita mo na yung kapatid mo, naramdaman mo na talaga na kailangan niyang kausapin. Hindi mo pa talaga siya kakausapin. Go to him. Maybe you are the solution of what he is bringing and talagang baggage niya. Pag kinausap, kamusta ka? Nag-pour out siya, then naging okay siya, and mas nakita niya sa si Kristo sa buhay mo. Value others as Christ values them. And letter E, exemplify a godly living in work, in house, friends, and community. Mga, kamat, mga kapatid, we were released from the bondage of the law so that our dynamic in life and even our motivation is now focused in serving Jesus Christ. Nothing else, no one else. Let me pray for all of us. Lord, thank you so much for your word this morning. Thank you, Panginoon, because your death on the cross carried with it the sins of humankind. And now, Panginoon, when you were raised, we also raised, we were also, we also joined and involved in that process, Panginoon. And now the life that we live, we live for you. Living for Jesus is now our banner. Serving for Christ, Lord, is now our lifestyle. And loving our community, Lord, should be our goal, Panginoon, because in loving our community, we glorify you more, we honor you more, because you are being seen. Panginoon, help us that we will continue to serve this week. Serve not for our benefit, serve not for the benefit of gaining something or achieving something, but Lord, first and foremost, achieving a glory para po sa inyo. Achieving a smile na makikita po namin in your face when we do something for you, Panginoon. And all of the rest na aming need, Panginoon, we believe that you will give it to us in accordance, Panginoon, sa iyong plano. Thank you so much for Apostle Paul exhorting and reminding the readers, Panginoon, about our identity, about the new experience that we have and a new service. Lord, this is an opportunity and we see it worthy, Panginoon. This is for you. This is for you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, 
Let's continue to obey beyond borders.